The prophet Malachi tells us in the, in the first reading that there will come a day blazing like an oven. I don't know about you, but that day sounds pretty good this morning. So if you've just listened to these readings and you've thought, my gosh, this sounds like the end of the world, you are right. If you recall, the church year begins on the first Sunday of Advent, and so that's just a couple weekends away now. And so the church year begins on the first Sunday of Advent, and we follow the life, death, resurrection, teaching ministry of Jesus of Nazareth over the course of the cycle of the year. And so we have arrived today at the last Sunday in ordinary time. Next Sunday, the final Sunday of the church year, Jesus is crowned rightful king of the universe at the end of time. And so if you're hearing these readings thinking like, wow, this is like the end of the world, you're right. And so how does Jesus tell us to prepare well for the end, whether that's the end of our life, the end of time itself, the end of the universe? Well, if we were with Jesus in the gospel, he actually laid out a very prudent and wise plan for us. And so we want to pay attention to Jesus's words in the gospel today. What was it that Jesus told us will be how we secure our lives? By your 401k, you will secure your life. Is that what Jesus told us in the gospel today? No. And actually, a lot of times it's important for us to be aware, what did Jesus not say? By your knowledge of theology, you will secure your... No. By your presence at youth sporting events on Sundays, you will secure... No. Not what Jesus said. What did Jesus tell us we need to do in order to secure our lives? By your perseverance you will secure your life. Perseverance. Perseverance towards what? Perseverance in what? Well, Jesus actually lays out the battle plan for us in the gospel today that we've just heard. And so a couple of movements in the gospel I'd like to hold up for you this morning. First one, what did Jesus tell us? See that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. Brothers and sisters, we have a lot of voices chirping away at Americans in 2022, pleading for, the, for our attention, pleading for the submission of our minds and our hearts to their voice, to their opinion, to their philosophy. And they often come to sell us the cheap and the easy life. Who wants to be great when you can have cheap and easy? And so we live in a moment in history where there are lots and lots of voices chirping away, claiming to know the way to life. And Jesus tells us, if they do not lead you to me, do not follow them. And so we pray for the grace in a special way in this Mass to have a little bit more situational awareness about what are the the voices in our life that we really choose to submit to. Is it the voice of a certain political leader? Is it the voice of what's popular in our culture today? Is it the voice of whatever the social elite of 2022 are telling the children of God to do? Jesus tells us there will be many who come in my name, who put on my appearance, who claim to lead you to life. See that you not be deceived. Do not follow them. Often in our world today, we hear these chirping voices, but often in a human heart, And in a human mind, we can hear these chirping voices too. Often, before we sin, we kind of hear that voice of, ah, it's not really that big of a sin. You can go ahead and do it. Jesus will understand. You can just go to confession and be forgiven. And then often, after we sin, that voice turns very accusatory. 
How could you have ever done that? That was a huge sin. There's no way that you can ever be forgiven. Who were you to act like that? You were forgotten. You were alone. You have to earn God's love because there's no way he could love someone as broken as you. Brothers and sisters, there are lots of voices of deception, if we're going to be honest, in our minds, our hearts, and our world. And Jesus tells us today, do not follow them. By our perseverance in knowing the voice of Jesus and following the voice of Jesus, we will secure our life. But how do I come to know the voice of Jesus? How do I come to know how he speaks? Well, does Jesus speak to us? Every day of our life. Jesus speaks to us through the teachings of his church. He speaks to us through the silence of our prayer. He speaks to us to the revelation of himself every time he touches us in a sacrament. He speaks to us through the saints that he has raised up in every age. And so he challenges us and he calls us to attention. Do you know the sound of my voice? Because you need to know my voice in order to know what is not my voice. And so we pray for the grace of holy awareness that we can be more aware of what Jesus says and how Jesus speaks that we can recognize the voice of the deceiver when he comes to us. Do not follow him. Then Jesus goes on and he tells us later in the gospel, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. It will lead to your giving testimony. What is Jesus telling us here? Well, 2,000 years ago in ancient Rome, in the world of that time, giving testimony is giving witness. And 2,000 years ago, when you're giving witness to something, when you're giving witness to Jesus, you're doing a lot more than pushing the like button on social media. Okay, to give witness, a witness 2,000 years ago, another word for a witness is a martyr. And so Jesus is actually telling us that it is by our willingness to suffer for his name, by our willingness to live outside of ourselves for him and for others, by our perseverance in doing that, we will secure our lives. And so just invite you to consider how we doing with living outside of ourselves. Because I think one of the great deceptions of 2022 in the United States of America is that America is still a land of freedom. Brothers and sisters, I think if we're going to be honest, we would have to recognize There are more slaves in America now than there ever have been in history. You think of the slavery to addiction, whether that be sexual addiction, addiction to drugs, to alcohol. You think of the addiction to my life, my will, my way. You you think of the addiction that all of us experience maybe to social media or to our phones. We live in our culture today for the quick hit. We live for self-worship, not for self-gift, not for self-gift. And so we live in a crucial moment in history, in a crucial decisive moment in our own lives as Jesus comes to us and he says, hey, in order to give testimony, in order to bear witness to me, you got to be pulled outside of yourself. And so Jesus comes to us today to pull us outside of us that we can start finding the authentic freedom in what is real. And what is real is not our addiction. It is not our need for self-gratification. It is not likes on social media. There is nothing more real than his love and his presence in our life. And so we pray for the grace in this Mass to allow ourselves to be captivated by the beauty of Jesus' presence and his love. You think about it, beauty pulls us outside of ourselves. 
That's an interesting philosophical concept, and it's true. But if that's too much for us, I invite you, husbands at church today, think of the first time you met your wife, that you were captivated by how beautiful she was. That pulls something in us, outside of us, and all of a sudden we start living for another person. We are led outside of ourselves when we encounter authentic beauty. Husbands, you think, as you got to know her, you were like, wow, she's beautiful. All of a sudden, you started caring about another phone number that wasn't your own. You started caring about a birthday other than your own. Beauty pulls us outside of ourselves into authentic living. Beauty pulls us outside of slavery to self and into freedom of living for other people. Brothers and sisters, do you know the beauty of Jesus and what he has done for you? Because it can be so easy for us just to think that we're checking boxes as we follow Jesus and bear witness to him. And we really don't get anything out of it. We just kind of keep doing our best so we can go to heaven someday. Have you been awakened to the incredible beauty of his love for you? Has that begun to pull you outside of yourself that you recognize the glory and the freedom that is found in making him known and worshiped in your life? And so, brothers and sisters, all of this, everything that we're hearing and meditating and chewing on in the gospel today, it leads us to the worship of Jesus in the offering of the Mass. The church tells her children that they are obligated to come to Mass on Sunday, not because the church is insecure and just wants power over our lives. The church tells us we have to come to Mass every Sunday, not because she just needs our money and priests need your attention and we have somebody to preach to. The reason why the church tells the children of God they have to come to Mass every Sunday is because we will, ge- we will be deceived and we will not discover the beauty of our God's love for us and be led into the freedom of responding to that love if we walk away from the Eucharist. By your perseverance, you will secure your life. And that perseverance is choosing to worship and to follow Jesus. And so when we come to Mass on Sunday, we are not worshiping ourselves and we are not coming to be entertained. The Mass is not about entertaining preaching. Thank you, Jesus. The Mass is not about being entertained by wonderful hit songs. The Mass is about the right worship of the Father, Son, and Spirit. It's the Mass every week that pulls us outside of ourselves, that reminds us we are not called to live for us. We are called to live for Him. It is with the right worship of Jesus in the Mass that opens us to receive His presence and His voice that we might not be deceived. It is our worship of Jesus in the Mass that continues to free us, that we can bear authentic witness as we encounter the beauty of His love. Brothers and sisters, it is by our perseverance in showing up every Sunday of our life to worship the eternal God living and true that we will secure our lives. Because everything that we're looking for and all that we need in order to live this life well is found here in the Eucharist. And so we pray for the grace as I hold up the Son of Justice and he showers us with his healing rays this day. We pray for the grace to receive that and to receive in a new and beautiful way the truth and beauty of his love, to be able to recognize more fully his voice, that we might live a life that is free from deception and that allows Jesus to pull us outside of ourselves. It is the right worship of Jesus at Mass, and it is the Eucharist that carry us from the slavery of America into the freedom of the Father's house. By your perseverance in worshiping him, you will secure your life.